Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. Cindy, and we are here again to talk about the difference between hosting and facilitating and the relationship that goes on when holding our community calls. And I want to thank you for taking time to join us. Thank you, Desiree, for streaming on ACB Community. Thank you, Brandon, for being my host. And for the sake of this call, I am also, I am the facilitator. So... Uh, let's get started. Uh, I'm going to look here just to see. So I am working between document and the call. Okay. Oh, we had a nice, a nice little group. Yay. All right. So, oh gosh, Nat, you just made me smile. I just looked at your name. Uh, so I see many, many people in here that I recognize and some new people. So we're going to talk a little bit about what is a host. And some of you I know have heard this before, but I guess you're going to have to hear it again. Uh, Zoom has us as hosts. I know we usually think about a host as um, being the one that's running the meeting. And for the sake of what we are doing, we want to think about what Zoom thinks about hosts. And Zoom thinks of a host as the person that owns the account. So it's pretty easy. So the person that owns the account is the host. They set, they schedule a meeting. So they're hosting the meeting on their account. That's as simple as that. It gets a little bit more complicated because then we hold meetings on an account that is owned by, for example, ACB or another affiliate or an individual. And we may have several different meetings held on that account and not the person owning the account is not necessarily the person running the meeting. So for the sake of discussion, when I talk about community calls, the host is the person in charge of the room and the facilitator is the person in charge of the meeting or the designated call, okay? So, I am the host of three accounts. We have 80 calls this week in our community, and about 53 of them are on my three accounts. There is no way that I can be at all of those calls throughout the week. So that would be 53 hours at least, right? And some of those calls are two hours long or maybe 90 minutes. So we have been training hosts to come in and we hand over the account. We hand over the keys to the room, so to speak, to that designated host. And so we have 20 hosts that uh, are working 53 out of 80 of the calls this week. And the other 27 are on other people's accounts. And those individuals or organizations are handling the hosting on their own. Now, we also can host for people as well. So it is very difficult to run a meeting and host a call at the same time. So... 
I, I actually highly recommend if somebody wants to facilitate a call, even if you know how to host, and I know how to host, I promise you, but even I have a host. Hi, Brandon. Oh, hello. There's my host. So I could host and I could facilitate, but I'm not going to do them at the same time. It just is really challenging. I like to tell my hosts to listen or to speak less and listen more. So when you are a host, you really have to pay attention to the room. And when you are a facilitator, you have other things you're worrying about. You have content you're trying to convey. You are communicating with lots of different people. You know, if that's a social call, you're engaging with, you know, several 20 to 50 people, depending on the size. If it's a peer support call, you're again making sure that the conversation continues to move along. And if it's some other kind of training or where you have a presentation and you have panelists or, you know, people helping you, well, you're wanting to make sure that call goes really well. And so you're focused on the content and the process in which the meeting is ran. And that's really important. But the host is there to support you. And the host takes the keys from me if they're in my account. And they, and when I hand that room to them, they are saying to me that, yes, you can trust me with this room. And I am saying, I trust you with this room. And anything that takes place in this room is the responsibility of the host. They are like the security guard. They're the bouncer. They're, they are the one that comes through and makes sure that there's no mischievous things going on and that the people that should be there are there and nobody's doing anything naughty and people are, you know, minding their P's and Q's and all of that stuff. That's, that's part of their job. And then the other part of their job is they're like the mic runner because they're supporting the facilitator. So if the facilitator wants to have hands raised, then they respond to the hands raised. They'll call on people. They'll put the hands down. They'll mute people if people are being noisy, if there's background noise. That's the kind of stuff that your host does. Your host also is going to make sure that if there's you know, somebody that's making a lot of noise, they'll mute them. Uh, but if somebody is, you know, gets unmiked and or you know unmuted, and they start yelling, cursing, um, you know, doing something really disruptive, then they are the ones that will boot them out. <laughs> uh, they can remove them from the meeting. We don't just do that lightly. Um, you know, that would be for good reason. But that is really on the shoulders of the host not the facilitator. The facilitator gets to just run the meeting and know that whatever's happening, the host is going to take care of it. So it's like they don't have to worry about it. They can just focus on the crowd and the content and all of that stuff. And then many of our calls are streamed. So we bring in then, you know, a streamer comes in, is also a volunteer helping out with ACB radio 
and they come along and they they know in advance about the call they sign up for it they come on they let us know when they're going to start they play the disclaimer and they're here until our meeting is over with and so not all calls not all calls are streamed but when they are um and and when people sign up to hold a call facilitate a call um, they let me know if they're okay with their call being streamed none of our social calls or peer support calls will be streamed um, just for sensitivity and or just because of content we want people to feel free to you know chat discuss and so on but any of our topic driven calls and technology calls most of those um, and when possible our fun calls and um, let's see I'm trying to think of any other ones our health health and wellness calls uh, some of those will be streamed some of them are not and you know people again let us know if, if they don't want it streamed so those are the biggest differences between a host and a facilitator and then you've got your streamer so the host manages the room they're the one that like unlocks the door, lets people in, make sure the tables and chairs are set up, make sure there's coffee in the back. The, the facilitator goes up to the podium, the head table, gets their things all organized because they're doing the presenting or the leading. And then the host comes up to them before the meeting and says, hey, how can I help you? How can I support you? And then the host puts on their other hat and works as mic runner during the meeting, but never, ever takes that security hat off ever, right? The whole time they're playing double duty. They're making sure that that room is safe. So our calls, we really want everybody to be able to come in and always feel like it's a safe place and everybody should, should feel safe and respected. That is the goal has always been for the last six months and I don't want it to change. So, um, so with that, uh, I would like to open it up. I've done about five of these now. And so I would like to see if anybody has specific questions for me or maybe an area that I haven't touched on tonight um, that you want me to cover. So if you have any questions, please raise your hand and Brandon will call on you, and then you can unmute. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Kathy? Hi, Cindy. Hi, Kathy. Brandon. Um, if you're hosting, how do you know who the person is that ca is causing the disruption? That's a really good question. We have a few tricks up our sleeve. So a couple of things happen. When everybody is muted, you are in alphabetical order based on your first name. And after the alphabetical order is numerical order with phone numbers. As soon as somebody unmutes, Zoom zooms them to the top of that list. So our, our mute, unmuted people are always toward the top. That's the, first, that's the first way that we can find out. The next is that there is a hotkey uh, in JAWS and it's control two. And if we push control two, it will tell us who has the active mic. And currently, it should say my name if you do control two. But if you started talking with me, Kathy, or making noise, it would probably say then Cindy Hollis, Kathy Lyons. So it would put you right after me. And then we would know 
that whoever is making that noise is that's who it is and typically the host should be able to do to go and be a muting ninja that's what we like to have fun with our hosts can be muting ninjas they can go over and mute you and nobody even has to know that they did it except for that the noise stops but they don't even have to know who it was that was making the noise so good question thank you kathy so if you have your speech um speech on demand if you do a control two then you have to do like a insert eight to read what it said so if you have your speech on demand you're going to need to take it off demand it won't read it to you when you do control two so you'd have to do to all speech or full speech i think that's all i have for now thank you you're welcome kathy thank you okay yes you have two more okay hi danette Hello. So when you're hosting, which which is best to read the area code when it says one, like 425, or the last three numbers? Which is best? Does that matter? So, you know what? I mean, it's what works for you, Danette. Um, I will say that if you look down and there's like several people with a 425 area code, that might not help you. But if people raise their hand, they know who they are. <clears throat> so I usually will say, and I don't say the one. Because, right. But I'll say if you have a 425 area code and your last three digits are 399, it's your turn to talk. Okay. Thank you. So I might use both. Okay. Perfect. And any other? That's it? Uh, No, you have two more. Okay. Ryan? Uh, Yeah. I I know that there's some people that when when they do meetings, they they have people wait in the waiting room mm-hmm. before the meeting starts uh, i was wondering if there was any way to send messages to the people that are in the waiting room to like may- maybe to let them know that you're that the meeting's going to start in a few minutes or whatever you want the message there is to be. no way to do that but i will tell you that we are now requiring that all meetings that come across on the community calls, this is something new, and it will be starting next week, that no one uses waiting room and only uses passcodes. Um, and passcodes uh, is your password. It's your extra security. And we want everybody to feel like they can come into any meeting. And we don't want waiting rooms to be used for screening. So... So we will not be using waiting room. Okay. But there is no, but the answer to your question, Ryan, is there is no way to do that. So, you know, you're sitting in the waiting room. (laughs) It's a lonely place. There's other people. There could be 15 other people waiting in the waiting room with you. But you guys all have like this (laughs) a booth around you or something, right? So, Yeah. yeah. And you don't even know if anybody else is there. And, you know, they don't even serve you coffee out in that waiting room. So, I have magazines, <laughs> no goldfish. No, it kind of sucks. No. And um, so, yeah, there is no way. Uh, I mean, I think that there's some good uses for waiting room, but I, there's no real need for us to be using them in our community. And, um, you know, that's we, we just think that we want this to be a welcoming place and everybody to feel equally welcome in all of our calls. And so um, the waiting room doesn't give that feel. And um, so we're, we're hoping to uh, not use them anymore. But, but with that said, uh, 
Zoom does require you either use waiting room or the passcode. I will also say that waiting room is a little more challenging for the host. You know, they're trying to pay attention to the next person with their hand raised. And then there's people sitting out in the waiting room and they have to navigate over there to do that. And it, so it's, it really makes a little bit more work for the host. It probably isn't really necessary. So, um, yeah. Thank you for that question, though, Ryan. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, you have three more raised hands. You want to just take them? Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Bring them on. All right. Melissa, you're next. Hi, sweet Melissa. Hi. Am I on? You, you are. are. Okay. I'm, I'm getting better with this microphone. <laughs> you sound great. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, Brandon. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Um, so... My question is, um, because as you know, Cindy, I'm interested in, in, in learning to host. Um, could you maybe, because you didn't touch on this earlier, what are the qualifications um, that people need to have in order to be a host? And what's the commitment level? Good questions. So, Thank you. <clears throat> I mean, anybody could pay for their own Zoom and host any meetings they want, right? But for me, with our community calls... Um, I take this very, very seriously, and I want everyone to have the most pov positive experience in any of our calls, especially those that are on ACB accounts. So, to be a Zoom host for our community calls on any of our Zoom accounts that ACB has, I ask that you have a computer with a headset, uh, so it's really important that People aren't listening to your screen reader and all the noise around you. Um, uh, I, the, the more available you are, the more likely you are to get some assignments to be scheduled in uh, the community calls for the week. Um, and you go through a two-hour training. Um, we have four trainers now that will start training this week. So I'm hoping to move more people through quicker than we've been able to do previously. Right. Uh, and so that mainly is it. It's um, Everybody's got different commitments. So we have some people that could only uh, help on, say, you know, I don't know, Mondays after 7 p.m. Eastern, Wednesdays between, you know, 7 or after 6 p.m. and Fridays all day and Saturdays after 12. Now, we don't like that nearly as much as when somebody says, I can work every day except between 5 and 6.30 p.m. every day <laughs> because that's my dinner. Okay, no problem, right? Nat, are you smiling? Anyway, <laughs> because, because she knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> I knew. And we did get that email, didn't we? Did you we see that? Did. Yes. Okay. So... Anyway, so those are nice and easy, right? Because then yeah. we can fill in that person. Because sometimes we'll get calls. We might have eight calls in one day. And another day, we might have 14 to 16 calls, right? Mm -hmm. And some days, it might be eight calls. But six of them are on my accounts. And another day, we could have 16 calls. And, you know, nine of them are on my account. So it, it varies, right? What the need is. And um, 
So, I mean, I've had Wednesdays that have been crazy and several of my hosts weren't available on a Wednesday. And I try mm. not to have anybody work twice in one day. But there's been times I've had to because I didn't sure. have enough people. Um, sure. But most of my hosts want to work multiple times during the week. And, you know, I've got 20 people and I'm trying to share the wealth, so to speak, right? Spread them out. So, yeah, so it, it's... If you became a host, Melissa, and you work during the day and the only time you could work is the weekend, then that's when I would schedule you was on the weekend, for example. Oh, that's good to know. And then during the training, um, is there quote unquote homework that you give us? Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that you will, you will probably give yourself some homework after you go to the first one. Um, because you're going to come back to the second one, probably with questions. And um, so the first first one is more hands-on, learning, navigating, um, practicing, hosting. The second hour of training will be designed more to share all of the expectations, the how-tos, and to answer your questions. So. Oh, very good. It, and then it, the first time you work on a call that's in the community, you will be shadowed by somebody, so you won't be on your own. It's like Nat, for example. She could shadow. Yes, Nat could shadow. We have several people who can shadow. Um, and so, and, and it may be the person that's teaching you, your trainer, that will be shadowing, depending if they're available or not. Great. So, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. You're welcome. And it sounds like it's very encouraging, too. So, Well, I think it is. All right. Okay. Uh, next? next up, we have Teresa. Now, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi, Hi, Teresa. This is more of a technical question. I'm not positive this is Oh, right no. I'm not a technical person, but let's try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I use the ACB of Oregon. We have our own Zoom line. Yep. And so, for the together calls, we use those. And sometimes I'm doing the hosting. And I got the email this morning saying that, you know, we need to disable the um, waiting room and uh -huh. enable the passcodes and yep. make sure the phone numbers are masked. Okay, I went in. I was able to get the phone numbers masked. Good job. So I'm having Yay. a hard time doing getting the other two settings changed. And, like, if I Teresa, if you email me, we'll, we'll find you help, hon. See? See? Yeah, okay. No problem awesome. at all. Thank you. I mean, it may not be me. Also, Teresa, yes. we're also, just remember this. I mean, we can also provide you hosts. So if you ever want a host, you just need to, when you send in your information, mm -hmm. just say, please provide a host. We will provide a host. We got lots of people. They are itching to help. So <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I'm okay. wanting to learn how myself. So that's okay. part of what well, I'm And if you so. want to do that and you want to go through the training, even though, of course, we welcome people to be trained to be hosts so that they can also volunteer in the community. Mm -hmm. We are also training people if they're going to be volunteering in their own affiliates. I mean, that's oh, cool. we want to support people. Okay. So just... Just send me a note. Say you want to be put on the list. I'll put you on the list. Okay. Thank All right. You. you bet. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Okay. Next up, we have Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. You need to unmute. Okay. There I you are. Um, um, okay. So this is Kathy Gerhardt, and I was um, a lot of your a lot of the questions I had about the training and hosting and so forth were answered since I put my hand up. Mm -hmm. So you're not, you, 
you do one-on-one training, and um, we're just getting started. We actually with do one-on-four training. So we're doing one um, trainer will have four people in their class. Oh, okay. And I have four trainers now, and uh, so they will be reaching out. They have their first class uh, assignments that were sent out today, and they will be working on reaching out to those people. And um, and then we'll once those are done, we will start another round. And so you know, hope, hoping to get through a lot of people that way. Um, Sixteen new new qualified uh, hosts within I would hope within a two week period, which is really nice. And then we'll start again. Okay. Well, so you're not, but you aren't actively needing extra hosts right now, but I thought I might take the training and help out and maybe for AAVL, we're just getting Certainly. started with Zoom. Yep. And um, I think, I think that's great. I want to support affiliates to do this and uh, we, so, I mean, we're growing, right? Remember, right. remember in, in April, we had 88 calls in all and in this week alone, we have 80 calls scheduled. Uh, I know. It's amazing. And so the we've variety grown. of topics. And it continues. So we were averaging around 74 calls, I think, throughout the month of September. In the month of October, we were around 60 calls. I mean, in August, excuse me. We were around 60 calls. So it continues to grow, which means that our needs are going to grow. And it doesn't hurt us to have more people. We also have lots of conventions going on. And some of our hosts um, also know webinar. And they will be helping with webinar uh, conventions. And and they won't be available. So that means we'll be pulling, you know, we'll be pulling from a lot of those other newer uh, hosts to help, you know, sustain the community calls when some of our hosts are busy with conventions. So I, I don't foresee, I mean, I, I don't think it hurts us to have more than we need. That's my first thing. And, and then I hope people will you go back and help their state or special interest affiliates. So, yeah. Okay. Um, thank you. And I, I have one more question about security when you're yep. hosting. Are is that, uh, I don't suppose that actually happens very often that people are disruptive, but it does happen. I'm sure, it, but it, I wondered. It, it doesn't happen very much. You're right, and um, I am trying to think. I think I've removed one person one time in six months, and okay. um, and it was because uh, they were making noise, and I muted them, and then they unmuted themselves and continued to make noise. Oh and I muted goodness. them, and then they unmuted themselves again, and I said, I didn't call anybody out, but I just said, you know, if we are muting you, and you unmute yourself, and you continue to make noise, I'm going to have to remove you, and they unmuted themselves, so I removed them. Wow. That's the only time I've ever personally done it. We've had a couple of calls since we started one, one in particular was not on one of our ACB accounts uh, that happened about two months ago where uh, a Zoom bomber came in and we believe it's because they had advertised their call 
through social media, which means it's also out on the web. And um, so it jeopardized the security of the call. And that's why we don't post our calls up on our website. And we only use the email list because Zoom bombers, there's bad people out there and they have nothing better to do than to search for meetings and, and jump on them and cause havoc. And so, um, and, you know, we don't want that to happen. I mean, that particular call, there was video and there were pictures that were pretty disgusting and there was somebody that was talking and not saying nice things. And so um, they did end up getting rid of them, but they did not have a host at that time. They were facilitating the call on their own and they really didn't know how to do it. And our hosts actually, I mean, it would still shake them up, I'm sure, if they had to. But we've gone over it many times on different methods and what you could do to remove somebody in that situation. And there's, you know, some things like, for example, you can mute all. That would be helpful. So if you needed to try and find, you know, mute all, then you could find somebody maybe that is not um, recognizable. Um, You also, you know, could try and identify the noise before you mute all so that you can get to them, mute and then remove. Um, We could also pop people into the waiting room um, until we find the right person and then let the right people back in. So there are different things that we can do to try and get rid of something that's bad like that. But I'll just say this. It's kind of like if you had a fire on your stove or something, right? We know what we should do, but when it's happening, you know, there's always that level of panic that sets in. And so, you know, um, I just... I just think people do the best they can in that moment. And um, so we, we've been really fortunate, though, not to have that happen very much. I say thank you. That's, Thanks, Kathy. That's good. Hey, next up we have Katie. Hi, Katie. Katie, Hi, you, should, you are on the list to be, be reached out to by somebody. Yay, I can hardly wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, I don't remember who, but you are on the list. So I've been doing some hosting for our FCB affiliates and um, and our community calls. Um, I was noticing on the listing, and I was going to ask you how you all do this. I see that today's meeting, our meeting, just has the passcode. It doesn't have the ID. When you set up a meeting, how do you not put the ID in? Okay, actually, this, this call should have this particular call i i sus- uh did you call in or did you no no that the, the i saw a passcode but i didn't see uh i didn't see the uh personal id the meeting id was there i was just going to say well. was it has the meeting id now one of the things yeah one of the things i think that i've noticed a couple of things when this account is set up so that Phone numbers do not have to include the passcode. So that's something in settings that, and I need to get it set up on my other accounts um, because then you don't have, when you do the one tap mobile, you don't see the comma, 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 comma zero after, you know, the the uh, initial mm-hmm. meeting ID and then the number sign, comma, comma, and then the passcode and then the number sign. You don't have all of that because it phone numbers do not have to um use a passcode but 
but for the link, you do. The other thing that you can make sure is that your link has the passcode embedded in the link, and that's all in your settings. So if you ever go to a meeting and it asks you to input the passcode, they did not embed their passcode into the link, and so their account doesn't have it set up that way. I see. But all of the calls that we do here should have the passcode embedded in the link. Okay, thank you. Yep, you bet. Watch for an email. I don't remember hey. who's... Yeah, <laughs> so you are on the list. Okay, next up is Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hi there. Um, first, I want to say, Brandon, thank you very much for Wednesday night. And, um, You're welcome. And, and yeah, and... and uh, Okay, a couple things. The first thing is, <laughs> um, thanks for waiting to tell us that we needed a mic until I got a mic. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> anyway, you're I do welcome. Know it's you're welcome. I am. I'm going for my iPad. Look, got one for my computer now. I'm looking to get one for my phone. But um, the Zoom has changed since the Apple update. I don't know if, how it is on Mac or anything. I haven't noticed a lot yet, but heck, I got four icon, four of you on my four p four emoji things or whatever you want to call them on, on my on my screen right now. And because I have some vision, you know, I I, I could see that, but it made me. It's since this update. It's taken it's a picture from one of my accounts and put it in there. It's making me have a photo, which I, I don't understand that because before we had a choice. <clears throat> so I don't know. Um, I bet you you can go into settings and change that. Yeah, I'm going to keep trying. I've, I've tried a few times, but I haven't found out. But that's minor. Um, the thing I want to know, too, is that the... The ACB radio, when it's streamed, like right now, anyone can listen to that. Absolutely. That has access to the internet, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So it's okay for me to let Bonnie, you know, that want to listen on the, you know, on Friday so that they can listen on ACB radio. Absolutely. Because I'm not giving any inf personal information out. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And I know there was something else, but it doesn't really matter because you guys cover everything anyway. And I, I just, I, every time I come on, I learn something new. So, um, oh, every you know, time I, I come on, I, I learn something new too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so grateful that there's so many people who want to host because that's just not something I'm, I'm really capable of doing yet because I'm not proficient at. Jaws, yes. So I'm getting better. You guys have motivated me, but I, I, it's just not something I, I want to do right now. And I hope that people don't mind that I'm facilitating and then they come host for me. But I, I and I appreciate it. I think so, people love to host. The hosts are loving to host. Thanks. I think our facilitators are loving to facilitate. And I can tell you our attendees are yeah. loving to attend. So we need all yeah. three yeah. of those, right? I mean, if this would not work without right. everybody mm -hmm. involved and that's why this is such a beautiful thing this whole community thing is yeah. just amazing it's all working because of everybody yeah so yeah thanks cheryl and thank I, you and, for and all and you again, do I, I say thank you and i say thank you to everyone because i just feel the emotions that i love i don't know all of you on this call or out there in acb lang radio 
but I love you all. Thanks. Thanks, Cheryl, and thank you. You do wonderful. You came on to do the mid midweek uh, serenity on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, and then every other week doing your writer's workshop, and I appreciate you so much doing that on Fridays, So, um, and uh, we just really appreciate you, and we've got our Oregon people doing their uh, sheltering in place together on 10 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday nights, and I think it's at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fridays. Um, so, really appreciate this. Is a really it is a community effort. It, you know that whole saying about it takes a village. It takes a village. Um, we have our streamers, our facilitators, our hosts, and then we have our attendees. And if people didn't show up, there'd be no reason to facilitate, host, or stream. So there you are. All right, I see Jamaica. Yes. Jamaica. Hi, sweetheart. Yes. Hello. I have a quick question to ask you. Last week when I went on the the Tuesday ten o'clock the Tuesday ten o'clock call, there was um, something popped on, on my screen that was like a an ID number. Do we is there any is there any settings in there that I need to change to make sure that ID number thing doesn't come up again? Um, so which call was that on? Was it on the coffee social in the morning or was it a call at night? It was a, it's, uh, it's the Oregon. Gotcha. Oregon call. I can't imagine that there's any. Yeah. Um, was it that you needed to put in a number? It, It just, it just popped up that I had, that I had to have an ID number for this one and I left the meeting and then we re-entered the room and it and it worked the second time. You know, you probably just did it right. I mean, Zoom yeah. sometimes, you know, somebody else wrote me and said that one of the calls that we had going on earlier, they couldn't get in because they needed um, a, a passcode or something. Um, but nobody else seemed to have trouble getting in. So sometimes... You know, you've been on calls where Mika says the most consistent thing about Zoom is it's inconsistent. So if you ever have trouble like that, just go out and try again, just like you did. I don't think there's anything you could do. It's probably just on Zoom. Okay. Thank. thank All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Of All course, right. Jamaica. Glad you're here. All right. Next is Wes. Hey, Wes. Hey, hey, Cindy. Hey, Mika, and the others. I just have a quick question here. I heard you mention talking about this host training, like two-hour system of host training. But I kind of want to learn some hosting skills, but I want to use them because I want to get involved more and use the hosting skills with another organization that work, works with the blind. And its acronym is four letters, which are N-O-A-H, which is basically, uh, you know, when you, when you read it, it's, it's the word that it says is no. And I just want to know, am I welcome to attend your host training here to take the hosting skills to know using Zoom calls with them, or is that a no-no? I'm not going to say it's a no-no. Um, I'm going to say that you probably would be, I mean, I'd happy to be, be happy to put you on the list, Wes. It, you just won't be, like, at the top of the list. You know what I mean? I'm going to work on getting other people through first. I got you. But, you know, just send me an email and I'll put you down and just let me know that you're planning to use it outside of ACB. And I, I'm happy to, to help help you out. I mean, we're doing training anyway, so why not? And I think 
I mean, I love empowering people who are blind to go out there and host and help people. So this is, I, I think it's great. So we're helping each other out. It's no problem at all. Thank you much. All right. Thanks, Wes. Oh. Huh, somebody else popped in, huh? Yep. That's right. right as oh, Ryan. Ryan, did you have another question? Uh, yeah. Um, this this uh, hosting training is there is there certain times of the of the day that it is or so uh, I have four trainers and I'm giving them a class of people they will be setting up their training it's really up to the trainer on when they're going to set it up and um, if people can't join that particular call uh, we'll put somebody else in their spot and they'll go back into my list and I'll put them on to somebody else's and hopefully we'll find one that works for them so it's not we're, we're just kind of learning as we're going right now um, but if you have specific needs that you need to let me know you, you know when you sign up just let me know I could only train you know what I mean on this given time or whatever and we'll see what we can do but it really is up to the trainers on their availability because they're the volunteers that are doing the training okay all right thank you yeah thank you all right any other questions there's nobody else um so all right so, uh, Nat, Brandon, do you guys have any areas that you think I missed out on sharing about? I could go look at my list. I don't think you did. Um, you could be wrong. <laughs> you could be wrong. You're, you're really helping me. Okay, I'm going to look really quick. Um, I would tell you to do a song and dance and entertain people. But, um, you know, not going to do that. Uh, let's see. Let me see. What did I? Um, uh, I will also say that hosts' job are not to run the meeting, and so um, you know, I, this this has come up to me. I can't even count how many times. But if a facilitator is running a meeting, a call, somebody raises their hand, the host calls on that person. And the person just talks and talks and talks and talks and talks. Whose job is it to stop them? Does anybody other than Nat or Brandon, does anybody know who's responsible to stop? This is that? Kathy, and I would say it's the responsibility of the host based on what you've told us. It is not. It's the responsibility of the facilitator. <laughs> and why? It's because it's their meeting. It's okay. their meeting. Okay. So the facilitator is responsible for all of the content that takes place in the meeting. The host is there to support them. The host will mute that person if the facilitator says, okay, thank you, so-and-so. That kind of, we know that's our cue to say, mute, right? Um, but we're not going to do that until we get that, you know, the facilitator has to cut them off. And I know some of our facilitators wish our hosts would do it. And I know some of our hosts wish that they could do it <laughs> because the facilitator doesn't. But really, that would be the line. It's the facilitator's responsibility because that's part of their discussion in their meeting or in their call. All right. Let me look and see. What else we got here? Um, 
Let's see. Uh, why is, oh, I see. Um, okay, so here's another thing. Um, when hosts might ask you if you have a phone number, what your name is, and they will try to rename you. Um, we really like that. It's a lot nicer for us to call you by name than to call you by phone number. And it really makes our job easier as hosts. Uh, but... Uh, I am encouraging our hosts to do that prior to the meeting starting. Once the meeting is in effect, once it's opened, then we'll rename as if somebody raises their hand. Now, I will tell you that there are some of us, and I'm speaking for myself for sure, that recognizes the majority of phone numbers, even without those phone numbers in the middle. I mean, the, you know, the four numbers missing in the center. Um, because I've been doing this so long, I know a lot of our people. but And I can go rename them just because. But not everybody knows. Now, if somebody comes in and they have their number blocked um, and it comes in as caller, let's say call in user one, or, or it might be Zoom user one, and they are unidentified. We will ask who you are, and it's really helpful. Nobody should be coming in our meeting. We're a community. And so, you know, if you're going to come in and listen, we should all, everybody else knows who each other is. We want to know who you are, too. And so we'll ask, and I'm going to say that if somebody doesn't identify themselves, I'm leaving it up to the, the Zoom host whether they even call on that hand being raised because there's the, the likelihood of somebody being naughty is more likely coming from an unknown generic handle like a Zoom user one than it is from somebody named Phil Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, so just just to keep that in mind and remember that the host's job is to keep it all safe, keep everything safe. Um, our hosts, presenters, we should all, you know, be keeping ourselves uh, professional. So keeping things professional, um, we shouldn't, you know, allow conversations to get out of control and we sh sure shouldn't engage in conversation that might look you know, bad um, on ACB, reflect bad on ACB. And I think we have some raised hands. Did I hear some raised hey, hands? Let me get back to the window. Yeah, you have four. Oh, no. Where did Kathy, go ahead, Kathy. No, she doesn't have her hand up. She's screen sharing. Oh, she's screen sharing. Yeah. Kathy, you're screen sharing. Do you want to? There you go. That's what that was. That's the other Kathy, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you want to ask a question, though? Are you talking to me? This yeah, is did you, yeah. Did you want to ask a question? Oh, no. I okay. You just I kept was... screen sharing. That's I'm okay. Sorry. No, that's all right, hon. Uh, Phil, did you have a question or comment? Uh, yes, I did. And, uh, Hi, Phil. Yes. Good evening, Cindy. I was on the computer for a while. I got on the phone for a while. I don't have both share the responsibility this hour. <laughs> uh Anyway, uh, then, you know, I, I think between the facilitator and the host, it sounds like there has to be a lot of really good communication to make everything go. And 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 it you sure helps. Have done so you folks have you know done so well with this. 
Um, this doesn't happen often, but from time to time, a facilitator may have a, you know, maybe a few minutes left on the call and will choose to open it up, which is fine unless, and I've noticed this happening from time to time where the, the facilitator has said there's no need to raise your hand, just unmute. And when you you know when you're ready to talk, talk. Well, there is a problem there because sometimes a few people might talk and dominate the conversation, and then that's true. You know, the rest of us kind of get left out, and uh, that uh, that doesn't work. That's a good point, and thank you for bringing that up. And I'll say that you know, um, Phil, you were on those early day calls, and we've learned a lot over the over the past few months. I want to say over the years. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of felt that way sometimes, but, you know, um, when we first got started, um, our socials on, on a Tuesday or Thursday morning, they were about 25 to 30 people. And now on a Tuesday or Thursday, it's not unusual for us to have 50. And even when we had 30 people, uh, it was, you know, we tried to allow people to say their name. And do you remember this, Phil? People would say their name and then we'd call on three people and say it's going to go in this order. But it was really easy for us to overlook someone, somebody to say their name each round and be missed because their voice was quieter. Um, And it was really hard on the facilitator, I know, because I was one of them. And... Uh, raised hands really has helped a lot. I know it helps a lot with people also that, like you, who have a, a hearing impairment. Um, it it makes it a lot less uh, challenging to to keep up with who's talking. We call on people, then you know who it is that's actually talking. So we're aden- identifying people. I, I've also heard from people that have some mental health issues and that 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 when there's a lot of people talking at once it's overwhelming for them and it becomes challenging so i think that you know again we are a community remembering that we are a community and wanting to try and be as accommodating to everybody as we can it's a good reminder to all of us and um you know if it's a small group like 10 or less and you want to kind of be a little bit more casual you know that might be that might work for a small group but when you get to 20 15 20 30 people raised hands really does help and i know it makes it a lot more pleasant for a lot of us and i know it does for you phil because you've mentioned that many times and i'm glad so and thank you for being here tonight phil i'm so happy to be here and that's that's why the, the raised hands brings about the courtesy of this uh, these community calls, and I think it's just a wonderful thing to, to do that. Perfect. I think so, too, and we're all learning, and um, certainly it, it helps our hosts have more to do. You know, that was when we were doing it before without raised hands. I didn't even know how to use raised hands, right? I didn't know how to do them. So, I mean, um, when I took this when I took on this community stuff, I promise you I had no idea of what I was doing. And um, thank you for being so patient with me. And I've learned and have taught others and we've taught each other. And then we're still teaching each other and teaching more people. And it's just a beautiful thing. And that's all about community. So hi, Linda. 
Hi, Cindy. <clears throat> I have a couple of things. Sure. Um, this, this may not... I've had a couple of issues in the last few days, and um, on one of my calls that I was hosting this time, I had someone who kept raising their hand. We would ask him to unmute. He would unmute in the middle of somebody else's conversation and then mute himself again and wouldn't unmute and I we kept trying to bring him into the call and I finally just got frustrated and lowered and I'd lower his hand and he would raise it again and um we finally just told him we weren't going to call on him but what you know what yeah what can you do yeah yeah so I think in that situation um you know, likely, so, you know, I always try to think the best of people, right? So, mm-hmm. likely they were just challenged with unmuting, right? So, what I would say is, um, you know, let them know, like, you know, if it was a phone number, you know, 253, uh, you know, I see that you're having difficulty unmuting. So, uh, if you could unmute yourself and uh, and then stay quiet, I will call on you next. Yeah, we, and we then tried that. So, if they yeah. aren't able to do that, then I would just lower their hand and I wouldn't call on them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the I, other one I had that I'm a little uncomfortable sharing in a way, but I was on a call. I remember we're night. streaming, so. <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a call that was being streamed that something happened on that well, I was if you want to sh- you can share it with me later if you'd okay. like I'd like yeah. to because okay I, I would like, like I, you know I wanted to handle it but I didn't want to hurt the facilitator's feelings in the process sure so, so yep let's this is a lot of what I end up sending to everybody that's going to be holding a call I send out an email each week and a lot of what is in that email that clarifies things is based on information I learn about calls where people might be needing some of that clarified right so yeah please do share with me um, and I'll, I'm going to move on but Linda I'll, I'll look to hear from you okay thank you thank you Mo. Just let you know you have five minutes. I, I'm why, yeah, thank you, honey. I want, okay, I'm, I'm watching sorry. that time. No, you're good. I appreciate it. That's also the job of those. So you're, you're doing good. Hi, Mo. Hi. So I assume that you want people to be ACB members, which I'm working on, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> We've had people that have been hosting that are not ACB members who became ACB members. So mm-hmm. I, huh, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh, Nat? So both Nat and Brandon were not ACB members when they started volunteering as hosts. So I will say to you that you could still host. Um, but, of course, we'd love to have you as a member. And I had another question. Is JAWS sure. the only screen reader that works on the nope. computer with Zoom? NVDA is- also does. Because I've been having trouble getting the computer version of Zoom and NVDA, too. Oh, um, to Brandon, work for me. <laughs> Brandon, you're using NVDA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mika uses NVDA solely. Uh, Nat uses NVDA solely. And Is Brandon, there like an add-on or something? Because I thought I heard somebody say something about uh, it. Somebody told me the add-on wasn't really working. Yeah, so it didn't I don't, work. Yeah. So, um, but people so maybe are using, I just need to update. <laughs> well, maybe. Because I just use the phone. But. So, so Mo, uh, Brandon is doing a beginner's, uh, well, beginner's, yeah, kind yeah. of starting with the NVDA. Um, so, if you have questions, you I can... I was there. Well, I was at the one on... On Saturday? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to do it again. And, um, and there's another call um, that is, uh, Debbie Armstrong is doing on Friday night. So, you know, maybe you get your questions answered there. 
Um, but I can tell you that uh, not using any of the uh, uh, add-ons or anything, people have been using NVDA with Zoom with success. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah, because I just I always hear stuff for Jaws, and so I yeah. was. They, they kind of are almost one in the same. They're they're operating very similarly. All right. I thank hear you. the kiddos. <laughs> All right. Aww. Thanks, Mo. Hi, Andrea. I haven't talked to you in so long. <laughs> Hi, Cindy. Thank Hi. you. I know it's been a while. I've been so busy. A lot going on. Anyway, uh, my hand is, my computer is talking. My hand, I hand, my Lord. Um, I want to address the renaming. Um, when a host renames that telephone number or iPhone, does it carry over into the next call? or does No. No, I wish it did, but it doesn't. Okay. Yeah, so every meeting, uh, and, and if they leave the meeting and come back in, they go back to their phone number. So it really is just a, a fix for that call. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank you. All right, Deanna, we have one minute. Take us out. What's your question? Okay. My question is, if I get into the, the Zoom app and it wants a password or it keeps demanding that I let it use my camera and I do whatever it tells me to do and I still can't get in and is the best thing to do go out and then um, shut zoom down and then restart zoom I mean I don't really know for sure but I would probably just close it and reopen it and yeah start over so yeah because yeah. I was getting so frustrated yeah the other I know day. I know. I wish I knew the answer, but I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are right on the hour. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you very much. Thank you, Desiree. And um, check your schedule because there's lots going on. You Take care, guys. Welcome, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Good night, all. All right. Join me tomorrow morning, guys. Thanks, Cindy. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.